your turn to be afraid. Are you a fan of things that go bump in the night? Chills up your spine, paralyzed by fright. Thrilled by horror at the center of a chat. Then welcome to the Nerds from the Crypt podcast. Thank you very much for joining us here on Nerds from the Crypt, the podcast where we review your favorite and sometimes not so favorite horror movies and interview indie creators about their upcoming and ongoing Kickstarter campaigns. I'm your host, Saul. And I'm Greg. And uh, we're back for another episode here. Um, Ooh. I think we just in the previous episode we just said it's been a while. It's been yeah. uh, it's been a couple of uh, a couple of uh, minutes more than uh, more than a couple of minutes actually. But I, you know, what's funny is Anne was asking me last night. She goes like, "When was the last time you guys recorded?" And I was like, "You know, that's a good question. I know we talk like every day, but uh, uh, <laughs> I know it's so funny because we talk about what we're gonna what we're gonna record and when we're gonna record. And we just haven't been able to do it. <laughs> I know life it just is so busy." But uh, it's um yeah it's been it's been it's been a little bit so it's it's kind of good to get back into the swing of things I know uh this is this is gonna be this is gonna be good this is gonna be good yep luckily for everybody else so um you're gonna get a couple of episodes all at once just to make up for it but yeah <laughs> all at the same but, time uh well let's uh oh also before I forget because I, I I'm really bad at this. Remember, you can catch us on the, on the Spoilerverse network. What's that? And uh, uh, well, it's the network we're we're a part of, and uh, part of uh, host a bunch of uh, different podcasts uh, to feed your nerd your nerd hunger. So, oh, the nerd hunger. Yep, you're gonna find it if if you are into any anything uh, uh, other than just horror, any any part of the nerd culture, you're going to find a podcast there that you're going to, you're going to want to listen to. Yeah. They have like ridiculous amounts of podcasts and then also just like really cool. And I don't know how they get these interview polls, but they have some great interviews with some amazing creators, people who are on TV and movie things that you know and love. And you know, it's like, what the heck? Who are these guys? It's Speaking just, about traders, um, Greg is on like four different podcasts on that one. No, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, okay, maybe I might be. So, I mean. <laughs> no, I kid, I kid. All right. Well, let's jump into it today. Oh, yeah. We are, uh, we're talking about a Kickstarter campaign that's currently going. Um, has about uh, it 20 days left on uh, on Kickstarter. It's uh already hit the hit hit its uh its goal. Want to go ahead and introduce to everybody here, Scott Wilkie. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Uh, we're we're good. We're good. Getting yeah. the the morning started. Well, depending on where you are, where, what part of the country you're on, it's either the morning or early early noon. <laughs> early day. <laughs> early day. Yeah, yeah, I'm in I'm in Phoenix, so yeah, we're at, okay. Well, it's morning. Yeah. yeah, it's morning time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, so, so, uh, just one thing that I like to ask our, our first time guest, what brought you into this, uh, genre of, 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 uh, comic books or, um, or comic books itself? Uh, well, I've always enjoyed stories. I've always enjoyed movies. Um, I wanted to, uh, be a filmmaker since I was a young child, so, uh, when I got older, went to college, uh, I majored in English creative writing, uh, and then uh, went to film school as well. Um, that um, is a pretty useless degree, <laughs> unless you can make <laughs> something of it. <laughs> I agree. 
<laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, I, I, I wrote screenplay. I've, I've written every type of medium a- available. Um, lots of rejections, um, books, uh, short stories for, you know, like science fiction magazine, etc. Just really couldn't find my, my home in the writing world. Um, you know, and it was into my like third comic con after going down artist alley, seeing all these indie creators doing it. I'm like, you know what? Cause I've been a comic fan since my mom bought me my first Superman comic out of a grocery store when I was like yeah. you know, five years old or whatever. So the, the real way dawn on me. <laughs> exactly. I think I like correlated in my head. I'm like, well, to write comics, you also need to be like good at drawing. Like I think I was that naive. <laughs> so seeing all these indie writers out there, I was like, Oh wow. Like, here we go. Let's try it. So that was like uh, 2013. So I got, I jumped into the industry in about 2014 with my first, uh, my first comic book, the legend of Everett forge. So uh, it's been a whirlwind since then. Uh, as far as, as far as horror, um, is that something that you like to write? Is that something more for just for, for this or is it for sure? Horror is kind of the, I mean, if you look through all of my works, um, that's pretty much the meat and potatoes. I love horror. Um, Richard Matheson's one of my favorite writers, uh, loved him and he was a big inspiration, um, you know, with Hell House, Stir of Echoes, all that stuff. Um, I like this kind of like the psychological side of it. Um, so yeah, I've, I've written, to, yeah, ah. I've written a ton of horror, <laughs> ton of horror. Um, this is the first horror related comic book I've done though. Um, typically in more of like the action adventure type stuff. So, um, yeah, this is my first comic foray into it. Periwinkle is the it's a graphic novel. It's a what plus eighty plus uh, page graphic novel that's uh, yep. going on right now. Uh, do you want to give us a little backstory on that? Yeah, sure. Um, so just a quick summary of it. It's uh, you know it takes place in a world where the Krampus or Krampus and the Belsnickel they're sick and tired sick and tired of working for Santa. So they create and organize a coup, kill him, um, take half the elves with them. Um, the other half, they try to make it work. They can't, so they leave. Um, there's one elf that remains at the North Pole, uh, who's seeking revenge, and that is uh, our protagonist, Mister Periwinkle himself. And um, I think the story just kind of stemmed from. Um, I'm a Christmas buff. Uh, I love Christmas. Like my <laughs> wife and I just like we decorated like three weeks ago already. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah. Hold on, man. That's too early. I'm sorry, it man. I like early. the holiday it's too, but but I mean, like that's three weeks is like right right before Halloween. <laughs> like, oh, actually, okay, then it's right after. I'm sorry. So yeah, okay, yeah, that's so what, like that's the day did. after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, 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 <sighs> sir. Hey, man. You, it takes. It takes us a week to do it, man. I'm like, I'm going to enjoy this for more than 30 days, you know? No, exactly. I, I, That's I'm what I said. You. I'm with you. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I totally, I'm, I'm, I'm there. I got it. <laughs> if I'm going to go up into the attic, get yeah. all the stuff down and break a sweat, I'm going to enjoy it for more than 30 days. You're putting Thank it all you. up. Yes. You're putting the yeah. village, yeah. the trees, everything, the yep. stock. And I might just leave it out all year. Yeah. Yeah, leave it up all year. I mean, my lights are still up from <laughs> I mean, last year. Right? At that point, you might as yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's part of the house. No, totally. And uh, I mean, and from that point, I've always, knowing how much I love Christmas, I've always wanted to write a Christmas story, but 
so many of them have already been done. Um, so I, I couldn't figure out an angle. I feel like Hallmark's got the the monopoly on it. So, you know, what am I to do? <laughs> That's Greg's favorite <laughs> channel right there. I, it is. I oh, mean, yeah. like, I, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I was with you. I wasn't decorating, but I was like, the movies were on, like, you know, on, on the first. So, like, yeah. you know, yeah, like, exactly. as, soon as, as soon as as soon as that counter tipped over on the clock, it was like, boom, Hallmark <laughs> channel on Christmas movies. Really? Which one are we watching? <laughs> See, so you get it. You get it. I, yeah, I get it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm, I've been struggling for years to try to figure out like a Christmas story that I wanted to write. Um, I have an affinity for revenge stories. Mm. Um the Legend of Everforge is Revenge, yeah. Um, Dead of Moon that I wrote for Mike and Alice uh, at Bay of Bad Bug, that's a Revenge. So just really like that aesthetic. So I'm like, how can I combine the two? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people have already done stories, like origin stories of Santa Claus. So I wanted to steer away from him. And I'm like, well, the main players outside Santa are either Mrs. Claus or the elves. And I didn't, I mean, hey, I might see what I can do with Mrs. Claus. But uh, so I went with the elves and then it just all kind of pieces just came together. Um, my mom, she's from Austria. So she would always tell me stories growing up about Krampus and how he would visit the kid, bad kids at night. And so it all just kind of <laughs> big bang. Yeah. Like it all came together in my head and here we are. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually looking through the, through the, the, Kickstarter right now as, yeah. as we're talking and who else is part of this, uh, this project? Uh, the artist is Arturo Mesa, uh, and the letters are done by Dave Lentz. So yeah, oh. they fortunate to work with both of them. They're extremely talented individuals. I want to say we've talked to Dave before, or at least yeah, communicated I, with them. I, I want to say he's been on the show and we, and I know, I know if follow, we follow and, 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 you know, banter occasionally, but who else is, yeah. who else is uh, part of this team? Anybody else? Uh, as far as the creative team, I mean, Mike has been a huge influence just out of motivating me. Is that um, Mike Tenner? Mike Tenner. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm unbacking now. I got to I'm sorry. I'm going to bring you guys back down to whatever you were before. <laughs> I, um, I'm out. I'm out. I can't, that guy. I mean, he, he's, I, he's all right. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> so, catch him on think? a good day. Saul, what do you think? I mean, like he, he, he I, don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> it depends. Did he, did he help in the project or did he just back it? No, he's been strongly influential. Yes, he has. So, oh, okay. Um, okay. Cause he's, I'll, he's pushed I'll me to pass. get us this far. Yeah. Yeah. I'll let it pass. Uh, <laughs> okay 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 i'm back on again i guess nice, i don't know nice. I mean, well, appreciate you that got, you got you got elves you got an elf that's got a got an a, 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 like a you know a revenge a revenge plot so i kind of I'm, I'm into it awesome well thanks man <laughs> no in all seriousness he, he's uh he's been on the on the podcast a couple of times and uh he's a he's, he's a cool cool dude um funny on facebook <laughs> yeah for sure no he's but, uh, he's great I see it's a one shot. Is that is that for sure it, or is there anything else that that might come out of this later on? Yeah, this is a one shot, so it's all a contained story. There is a ton more that I plan to explore in this whole realm, as far as prequels and sequels go. So I'm, I already got those kind of outlined. Um, those will also be one shots. So 
Um, yeah, there's a lot to this universe, and there's a lot just to the overall lore of Christmas that I never realized until I kind of opened up this Pandora's box. Um, so it's there's some amazing stuff. Like it's just so like over you know in Europe and those areas, their their lore is so fascinating around this holiday. So yeah, there's lots that I want to explore. So hopefully we get a chance to. Last year we set out to re- to review a couple of. Um christmas movies that unfortunately i was unable to to release because i got sick with covid but that's oh, no. that should all those four those four episodes should come out here this this year and one nice. of them was um rare <laughs> rare exports i don't know if you've seen that one no i haven't oh it's, my uh, god <laughs> dude yes good. yeah it's, uh, i think if i remember correctly it's finnish um it's a finnish movie and it it kind of talks about a different version of of a Santa and um just a version that you put probably wouldn't want to meet. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's I'm, I'll leave it at there at that. Yeah. You said rare exports? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, it's a it's a 2010 Finnish um Finnish movie. I think I watched yeah. it twice because I was just like what did I just watch? I got it. <laughs> no. Did yeah, so. I think we watched that with the did we watch that with Chris Jerome? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that was it was just like I I was like, dude, this is this was ridiculous, like in a good oh, way. Wow. Like These screen, it, I'm just I'm looking at the screenshots, dude. That's if if you like Stranger Things, Goonies, that kind of thing, it has that kind of not like it, kids kids dealing with with crazy circumstances. It's just like what the Yes, 2010. <laughs> See that because I used to work in a. I worked in a video store till like 2009. I was on top of every movie <laughs> that ever came out. <laughs> figures this one comes out 2010. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Looking, I'm gonna check that out. Thanks, thanks for pointing that out. Oh yeah, oh, and then um, another one that kind of brought me to to what Periwinkle is um, is a Christmas horror story. Um, I think we did that one with Chris as well. Um, I think uh, so. There is a there is a a Santa versus uh, Krampus oh, yeah, Mortal that, Kombat okay. style. Yeah, and there's like a whole yeah. I okay, I remember that one. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I won't give away too much because, like I said, that 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 review is going to come out this this year, and but that was probably the best uh, best part of that that movie. Um, yeah, you can you can really ruin the ending on that one if you give too much away. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was a I don't solid. Wanna, story though it was like yeah yeah um so yeah um so as soon as uh because uh, greg is actually the one that that brought the brought this the kickstarter to me and i, I think i had seen mike posted about it uh before but i hadn't had a chance mm-hmm. to actually look at it and i'm like oh yep i want to i want to make sure to, to to take a look at this i want to make sure to back this uh so awesome uh, thanks man appreciate that i've i've actually backed it up here and uh uh the last couple of minutes here. Uh, oh wow, awesome! Do you do you want to um, uh, talk more about the the characters, or w- w- I don't know how much you want to give away as far as as far as um, the campaign goes, and or you know, at this point in time. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, it, the whole thing is just very. Um, I think it's a character driven story, so people who enjoy those types. Um, earlier iterations of this had been more focused on um, 
story or like a story driven piece about how the world was coping with the loss of Christmas, Santa Claus, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and you know, bringing Mike back into it. Um, we couldn't, he'd always be like, well, where's the, where's the uh, Christmas spirit, you know? And it's like, it felt like this X factor that I didn't know what the heck he was talking about. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, it's right there. It's, and then the more and more (laughs) I delved into it, I'm like, okay, I don't think I can hit this from the angle I'm approaching. So one day, um, if you look at the axe, it's the, the axe is built from the, the handle is built from the actual North pole. And then the, um, blade is made out of the runner from Santa's sleigh. And I had a dream about that, like Emmett Brown with the flux capacitor. And I was like, <laughs> I was like oh my God, I'm like, this is it. I'm like, I need like a homegrown. Because in earlier iterations, there was like this really like heavy handed lore about battle elves and Santa was almost like a, um, like a general and da, 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 da. It just didn't feel right, didn't sit right. Um, so the idea of making it all, you know, Periwinkle, he's not trained fighter. He's not, you know, he's just kind of like a barroom brawler, uh, just trying to figure it out. Um, you know, his weapon's homemade. He's just, he's injected into this world of um, revenge. And, you know, he's how prepared he is, you know, you'll find out through the story. But I like that angle a lot more. Um, just because as you come to find through Periwinkle's backstory that we, we hit in this book, um, He's got a very tragic childhood, very tragic early beginnings. Um, And I think when he got to the North Pole, you know, he was like, well, here's my purpose. Here's my meaning. And I think that's a bigger message, even beyond Christmas, that we can all attest to is, you know, what is our meaning in life? What are we supposed to do? Especially people who have suffered tragedies. Um, So exploring this whole unraveling of the holiday through Periwinkle's eyes and him trying to come to terms with not only the loss of the holiday, but the loss of his purpose um, was just, I think a lot more entertaining to, to watch. So when do you pitch this to lifetime instead of Hallmark (laughs) for their (laughs) dark Christmas uh, deluge of films that they put out? Right. Once this book's done, they're going to get a, they're going to get a copy in the mail. Oh, they think. (laughs) As far as the art style, uh, is that more driven by the artist, or did you kind of uh, have a hand in that? Uh, yeah, I mean, Arturo is a genius. Uh, I've, I've compared it to like what it must must have felt like maybe to run into Steven Spielberg in film school or something like that. Because this guy, I got him at the beginning <laughs> of just him going into the stratosphere. Um, because he's just so immensely talented. I, I, I give him directions. You know, I told him I wanted a very dark look, the ambiance to be very dark, very shadowy. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, the idea that the North Pole once was like a Las Vegas with lights, and now it's just completely dark. And so I gave him like uh, tips like that, and he just runs with it, and he creates this amazing lore. Um, for anyone who like views it, you know, I told him I wanted the North Pole on a, on a hill. Um, so he like one ups me and he designs the hill to be reminiscent of a uh, Christmas tree. And then he builds the workshop at the top with, and he finds actual like German aesthetic designs to create the workshop to rem to look almost like a star. So I mean, he just keeps taking my ideas and he just keeps putting them to like level 20. Um, 
So, yeah, he's just been a killer. Uh, the other thing is, you know, like the elves that do leave with Krampus, the idea is that after leaving the North Pole, after leaving Santa, uh, their magic starts to wane. Um, oh. And then that kind of taints not only their soul, but their outer appearance. So Arturo goes mm. ahead and makes like this de-evolutionary map for me, so to speak, of like the <laughs> de-evolution of the elves. And I'm just like, dude. Like I'm, st- I want to work with you forever. Like the things he comes up with and <laughs> your mind adds now. in there. Yeah, exactly. That's that's uh, cool though. When you find when you find an artist that you just you you kind of like mesh with and you bounce these yeah. things off of, and they're like, gotcha, gotcha, and they just like bring it together. Yep. And you're like, what? That is way better than I had ever expected. Holy right? Cats. Exactly. That's, yeah, that's rad. Yeah, Let's talk about the. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no. You're good. Go ahead. I was going to say, let's talk about the, the campaign itself as far as what can uh, the backers get with uh, with their pledges. Yeah, definitely. There's a ton to unpack, too, with that because, um, you know, we're with Bad Bug under this uh, with this title. So that's Mike and team. Um, and Mike's offering just a buttload of stuff here. And the biggest one, I think, is His Name is Wrath, which is uh, a new IP that is Mike's brainchild. Uh, he's actually going to offer that with the with Periwinkle at a very reasonable price. So I think it comes to, I can't remember, was it 35 I'm looking right now. Yeah, after, I think, shipping, it's 35 bucks. So you get <clears throat> uh, not only Periwinkle, which is an 80-plus page book, but then you get um, His Name is Wrath, which is, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, um, Interestingly enough, do a little backstory on this one. I was wanting to write a mech story at the same time as Mike, and Mike came up to me with his idea of uh, a mech versus the Legion's Doom, and I I, I quit I quit writing mine because I'm like I can't surpass that, and uh, it it really is. I've, it's been a pleasure because I've gotten to read the script. I'm getting to see some of the pages early. It's coming out amazing. So. Um, and to get both of those books at a $30 price tag is just insane. So um, anyone who's looking to back, I would definitely go for that tier. Um, of course, we got the PDFs, uh, physicals. Um, my personal favorite is the hardcover. Uh, that is a limited quantity. But um, my main request to Mike when we started talking about Periwinkles, I wanted a hardcover edition of this book. And Dave did the, the the design, the logo design on it. And um, it's just such a beautiful design with that gold foiling on it. Um, and with Dave, I told him, I'm like, you know, I want a logo that's kind of reminiscent of Tim Burton because I'm a big, you know, Nightmare Before Christmas fan. And he totally delivered with that logo. Uh, let's see, we got, you can be drawn into the book, which is a lot of fun because there's a lot of opportunities to be drawn. Um you know, we got some roles for the kids that have been abducted by Krampus. So if you want to like punish your child this year, <laughs> you can have them drawn in. <laughs> um, you can be drawn as a, a one of the evil elves, or there's also like the good elves that are in the story as well. So there's a lot of options for how you want to be drawn or have someone else drawn. Um, we got another personal favorite of mine is the it's an actual. Um, replica of periwinkle's axe and it's been dubbed the <laughs> christmas slayer so um yeah i know i, I love that a few people I, have mentioned that to me now i'm like i'm gonna steal that <laughs> trademark <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly 
Uh, but it's all made out of wood. There's no metal. We don't want to actually injure anyone here. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, you can get uh, uh, an out. actual replica of that. <laughs> You're out, yeah. Hey, it's good for um, Dracula. I mean, <laughs> I, right. I know a guy that dresses as Krampus, so I wanted to fight with him, but now I'm out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll break. Yeah, if you actually bring it to combat. Sorry about oh. that. Ah, uh, man. <laughs> okay. Good to know. Uh, we got greeting card packs, which was fun idea because you know Prince. I love Prince, but at the end of the day, there's only so much room you have on your walls for Prince. Um, so an idea that we had were to do postcards, you know, like old school postcards, and then uh, greeting cards. So we've had a lot of fun collaborations with Ed Bickford, um, Danny Julian, Summerdale. Um, they made up the Christmas cards for us and we got some pretty vicious ones. We got one with Santa's head on a platter, uh, periwinkle coming out of the fireplace prancer, which, uh, prancer's actually, she's a big player in the story. Uh, she's the only reindeer left. Um, and so she's kind of periwinkle steed, you know, loyal steed. So, uh, we got some versions of her. Uh, postcards. We've got two different ones. Uh, if you're familiar with those old school Krampus postcards, mm-hmm. uh, we had a, a yeah, we had artist Tari Mark David. Uh, he drew up <clears throat> some of those. He drew one uh, Krampus and one Bellsnickel, so you can get a postcard pack for like five bucks. And the great thing about those is they're print quality. So if you want to hang them up too, you totally could. I like the Bellsnickel yeah. with the with the bundle of sticks. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Isn't that awesome? It's just gorgeous. Uh, and then sticker pack, of course, with uh, done by Al Nichols. So we have a candy cane shank, which is hilarious. Um, a hand coming out of a present box, and then the Christmas Slayer, which I'm very excited for. And then we have the whole Bad Bug Library that you can uh, tag on. So if you need to catch up on Black Jackets, Midnight Highway, Pocus Hocus. Undercity Tales, which is another one that I wrote, and then Dead and Moon, which is what I wrote. And then um, we've even included something else from About Time Comics that I that's the banner that Legend of Everett Forge actually runs under. Um, but they're my books, so I've asked to have those included as well. So if you want to catch up on any of my works, that's all available through there as well. So there's like I said, there's a ton. Um, all 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 that stuff is add-ons. So if you want to get like the hardcover and just add the rest of the stuff on, you totally can. But yeah, Duff. yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So many things. It's and almost too holidays, much, you know. I know, right? But at the holidays, how could you not want so many things? So <laughs> exactly. Many. I, I'm I'm actually a big fan. Of, like I like the card idea. I think that's like super cool because then you know, like you get them, and then next year, all of a sudden, you're like, bam, surprise, people. Is and that then, right? Like, what? Is this? I might put Why them up just so that. Why did you send me this? <laughs> yeah, right. I might put and them then, up just so that make sure that uh, you know uh, unwanted guests don't come next year. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, as far as like we we kind of already talked about about the the design, the Krampus uh, look. He's super tall, and yep. Bresnikov's more of a. He looks more like a. A tank. Yeah, that was both both of us. So yeah, I wanted Bellsnickel. Bellsnickel's very much, um, he's sort of a legendary hunter, so, so to speak. So I wanted him to be very much like a Grizzly Adams, outdoorsman type looking guy, a big brute of a man. Um, beautiful touch that Arturo added that I didn't even think of is some of those, um, uh, the, the furs that he has on, as you can see if, if you're looking at it, um, it's actually the reindeer, one of the reindeer oh. he's wearing. <laughs> 
So you can see the hooves hanging there. Um, yeah, just yeah. Amazing touches like that. Um, and then the whip. Um, you know, I wanted Bellsnickel to have a whip. Uh, I was just thinking a standard whip. And then um, Arturo sends me some concept art for a whip that's actually made out of bones. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's wicked. We'll do that. Um, so, yeah, again, it's all very much, um, you know, I, I give him an idea and then he just freaking runs with it. <laughs> um, and then Krampus was very much, yeah, I wanted him, you know, tall. He's like pushing seven feet um, just to really tower over Perry, who's, you know, probably like three feet, three and a half feet. Um and I wanted him to be kind of regal, uh, ostentatious, just kind of, you know, um, gaudy, so to speak. So, um, But then he did some, Arturo did some cool lore behind the jacket that he's wearing. That's actually uh, Santa's jacket. Mm. So explains the tattering and you'll find out how that all happened later on in the story. But um, just touches like that. The face though, I mean, and as far as the aesthetics of the the upper body because you know he's a satyr so he's got like the the hooves and the hairy legs and all that but uh, as far as up top that was all Arturo um and I loved the idea he went with he's got he gave him like a very joker-esque face um which is going to be super fun in later pages to kind of animate because I'm getting the Krampus pages in as we speak um Arturo sending them in and just it's so fun to see how animated that that face can get um but yeah, uh, yeah, it was a con- uh, conglomeration, excuse me, of ideas, but uh, it came out spectacular. Now, uh, you you say that you you um, grew up with some, with some of these legends here. Uh, how much did that actually play into it, um, or how much did you actually uh, modify to to work for the story? Uh, Krampus. I mean, yeah, because I mean, the, the funny thing too is that Belsnickel and Krampus, depending on the region you're from in Europe and everything, they're kind of just the same character, just interchangeable. Um, yeah, yeah. So I I took some you know liberties with that, and now they both exist in this realm, uh, and they both serve in different applications for uh, Santa Claus. But mm, the as regional far as, directors, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, as far as Krampus goes, that's pretty much because when my mom would tell me stories, she said you would hear the chains rattling and they drag along the floor. Because I mean, at that time, you know, they'd have guys come to the houses. Uh, you know, they they pretend to be Krampus. Obviously, it wasn't the real Krampus. Um, but just that chain aesthetic, I was like, okay, I want to include that. Um, you know, having a big satchel on his back. So there's some. We took some definite liberties with the original lore, but it's pretty much the nightmares that I had after my mom, my mom would tell me these stories, this is pretty much accurate to what I imagined. Yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. The clickety clack of the feet and the dragging of the chain. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. He's coming and the screaming again. of the kids. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, that's what we hear in my neighborhood at Christmas time. That's, that's just great. Is that, is that but, normal? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it happens. It just, yeah. It's a complex holiday. Yeah, very. Yeah, layers. Lots of layers. <laughs> Lots of layers. Yeah. There's this one uh, panel you have here in the in the preview. Um, it just shows the like the North Pole just desolate and in ruins, and you see Periwinkle walking walking up the the uh, the steps here. It just looks like like man, what de- devastation happened here and. Yeah, for sure. I definitely want to explore more of the actual revolt. Um, 
I, you know, I struggled to where I wanted to pick up in the story, and I think that's it's it's more powerful to almost not see it at first. Uh, but that's why I'm mentioning those prequels that I want to do. Mm-hmm. I definitely do want to show all that built up to this event and what happened. But um, yeah, the, it really hit the fan here at the North Pole. <laughs> it looks like it. I mean, yeah. poor Periwinkle, he's got to deal with a lot. Poor it kind of reminded yeah. me of I Am Legend when he yeah. was by him. <laughs> like yeah, on his own. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, oh, that's great. it's I Am Legend at the North Pole. Oh, my gosh. I am <laughs> back in again and again. <laughs> Doubling down. Which Wait, which ending is it, though? The good one. Are you sure? The which book ending. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I'm, I'm, yeah. You got me. Yeah. The, <laughs> the book, book ending is so superior, dude. Oh, man. <laughs> But I mean, there are three versions. I mean, well, four versions, technically, if you count the two Will Smith versions and the two previous versions. Omega Man, what do you think? <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> you're Thank like, you. You're Thank like, you. oh Next. my gosh. Uh, pass. <laughs> Hard pass. Yeah, no, we don't talk about that. We don't talk. No. We don't. We don't. No. It never happened. It, that was, it was in the past. <laughs> Where did it hurt you? deeply <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah no I, I love that comparison that's great i didn't even think of that but yeah i really wanted that to be echoed in these pages the the isolation of periwinkle um there's no words there's no i'm not an overly big fan of narration so i try to steer away from that in my own books um <clears throat> especially when the art like arturo's can just speak for itself you see all the closed signs on the buildings mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you get the fact that you know he's alone and, but I just really wanted to echo how alone he is and the magnitude of these buildings in comparison to an elf just speaks volumes to that. So, yeah, no, I'm it, excited <laughs> without, without, di- without having the, the, any of the narration or any of the, any of that monologuing and stuff like that. It just, it, it, it creates that very empty space for the reader and, and it's very enjoyable. Awesome. If you Thanks, like man. that kind of thing, <laughs> appreciate that. If you like, that yeah, kind of thing. yeah. <clears throat> I like being alone a lot. So <laughs> yeah, me too. I need to recharge my batteries. Is there anything that we're, that we've uh, we're missing? Anything that you want to make sure to get out there to to the listeners? Uh, just that it's a contained story, um, so you don't you're not going to be sitting around waiting for issues to come out. It's all going to come to your to your house in a nice, uh, neatly packaged uh, little book. There, um, there's a ton more to this world, so if you invest in this, there's going to be more. So um, there's a ton to include. So you know, as far as reading material, you could be set for quite a while with this campaign. Um, and Good just there's too. a lot of yeah exactly and we'd love to pump it up so if we could hit some stretch goals on this campaign um i'd love to <clears throat> kind of <clears throat> excuse me sorry lengthen some of these um these chapters but uh just overall there's a lot of passion in this project this story has been i've been working on this for years now um arturo is head over heels for it and is loving every minute of it so that's a passion project from both of us dave's definitely devoted to it as well um, so you're going to get a really high quality book. Bad bug always delivers. There's no chance that this won't get to your hands. Um, there's just really a no lose situation in getting this book. So you should get it. Excellent. This is what I'll we make like sure to, to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll right. make sure to leave the, the, um, the link in the description here. And, uh, 
And anything um, that you want to send me over to, to add in the description, just go ahead and do that. And I'll make sure to put it there so that people can awesome. keep, keep on track um, with uh, what, what you're doing. Yeah. Once the Kickstarter is over, is, is there going to be a place where you're going to be able to, to keep ordering this or is it just uh, once the Kickstarter is over, you back to back or how, how's that going to work? Yeah, I think we're still, I mean, Mike, this, you know, Bad Bugs, his brainchild, Torchill's probably still trying to figure out exactly where you can uh, purchase those from, but uh, that'll all be communicated. So, um, yeah, if okay. you back it, you will be staying in touch. And we have our Bad Bug newsletter, um, which just got implemented about a month ago. So uh, you can sign up for that and keep up with all the titles because 2022 is going to be hot for Bad Bug. Pocus, Hocus, you know, that's... They're going in for three already. You got Midnight Highway, Black Jackets, uh, Dead and Moon we're working on right now. We're going to start working on Undercity Tales too. So um, now is the chance to get in on Bad Bug at the beginning. So I would highly suggest it. Awesome. Too many titles. I'm just joking. There's not too many titles. It's a lot. It's a, it's a lot of reading. It's a lot to keep up with. I mean, I know Saul and I have been uh, um, trying to keep up with, with what, putting out and it's just a, it's a lot yeah so. it's a lot yeah that's a good problem to have though you know yeah it yeah, is yeah. it is well scott um i want to thank you for, for oh, thank for you guys joining us this morning oh yeah i appreciate you guys that was, this, was, this, was, this was a lot of fun so thanks guys if you if you all like what you hear make sure to go out there and, and back the project that's um, a great way to make sure that that your favorite um uh, not only genre, but only uh, comic books and, and graphic novels keep coming back. Um, and, and, and creators. If you can't back it for whatever reason, um, you can share it. Share it has share no cost it, to it. it. Yes, and, yes, please. Uh, um, <laughs> I am sure someone on your friends share list will more than more than likely share. Uh, not only share it, but also back it as well. So that's it. the best they way to, to help it. out. They will love it. They will love it. <laughs> well, once again, thank you, Scott, for, for joining us here. And um, yes, thank you. Yeah, and and definitely when you have something uh, something else coming out, just let us know. We'll be more than happy to have you back on. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. Appreciate that. Thanks, guys. Yeah. I want to thank everyone for joining us uh, this week for, for Nurse from the Crypt, and we'll see you guys next time. It's your turn to be afraid. Are you a fan of things that go bump in the night? Chills up your spine, paralyzed by fright. Thrilled by horror at the center of a chat. Then welcome to the Nerds from the Crypt podcast.